Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this Friday, the 12th of January. Hope you had a great week. As we head into the weekend, we'll look to see how the markets are going to perform. Economic news yesterday was uh, not what was expected. We got more coming out today. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Hey, before we do that, though, let's not forget that in this world we live in, there are so many things that you and I, we have no control over. But you can take control of your investment portfolio by knowing the amount of risk you have in your portfolio and the amount of risk you should have in your portfolio based on how close you are to retirement. Hey, give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. With that, we've got Dave coming up next. Dave, it's 842 here, 18 before 9. Time to check in on money and see what's going on on Wall Street. Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services always joins us here. And Philip and I have always had an interest split between us. I'm by education an economist, so I enjoy talking about what the government's doing to mess up our lives. Philip watches the stocks like a hawk, and it's the beginning of earnings season today. So, Philip, it's dang near all your show this morning looking at all the reports <laughs> I'm across, isn't it? <laughs> There's a lot coming across for sure. We're finally starting to get the banks and uh... – some of the airlines are reporting. So those first group, uh, the big groups coming in uh, oh, yeah. today and then some more on Tuesday. Oh, yeah, it's going to be busy. That's for sure. The one macro thing that came out this morning was a very pleasant surprise. And looking at the reports, top lines that I'm seeing, we kind of needed some good news. Producer price index, wholesale inflation, they expected it to go up by a couple of tenths of a percent, which would kind of annualize it about where the uh, the consumer number came in the other day. Uh, actually, producer prices actually dropped by a tenth of a percent last month. Maybe that uh, unpleasant surprise in the consumer inflation yesterday was an anomaly. What do you think? Well, you know, you never know, or it could be. Yeah, You hate to think of it this way, but maybe business is just making a little bigger spread. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> Now you're sounding like a Democrat. Inflation is caused by corporate greed. I, I'm kind of getting tired of that refrain, if you want to know the cuts on this truth. And the other thing, Dave, I don't know if you saw this, but the other thing yeah. that came out yesterday was the deficit number. Um, they expected the deficit to go down by $85 billion. Mm -hmm. It actually went up by $129 billion. What a shock. Government, uh, the Congress is not controlling our spending, and then the executive figures out new ways to spend what they didn't allocate. Are you surprised? Uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. And and that uh, that's concerning to me when we talk about taxes and what could have happened. Because, folks, the more we have that we borrow, then interest rates, we got to pay interest on that just like everybody else does. And interest rates are up. That means our, our debt payment is going up substantially. My attitude toward lawmakers remains. My friends in law school always said that the A students got to be professors, the B students got to be got to be judges, the C students made all the money because they went into a practice, and I've always said the D and the F students, they ran for political office and they're in Congress right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Like I said, it's it's earnings season. There's a flood out, and I'm looking at a ton of red ink. Everything being relative, it's improving. But boy, as soon as United Healthcare announced their results, uh, the Dow just absolutely tanked. One of those price weighted indexes, and uh, nothing like a component on the Dow having a bad day, is it? 
it, it is. I mean, and it's kind of funny because they actually had a good quarter. I mean, they beat on estimates on the top and bottom line. Um, now, the one little fly in the ointment, I guess, I, I can't imagine this is causing the decline, but evidently it is. The medical loss ratio hit 85% this last quarter, and the expectation was 84.1%. Now, I know it's a big company, and and that nine-tenths of a percent is probably a pretty big number, but, you know, it doesn't doesn't seem like it should be that big of a difference. Well, I'm just going to say, that's a macro we don't look at on any stocks because it only affects insurance companies, so I don't even know for sure what the heck it is. But uh, obviously somebody that knows health insurance knows it well and didn't like it one bit, did they? They did not. I mean, it's down over 4.5% right now. And so obviously, like you said, that's a Dow component. And price-weighted, that's putting a lot of pressure on, on the Dow 30. Oh, yeah. I'm showing a delayed quotes now down in three digits on the Dow this morning. And the, the other two major indexes are kind of on my delayed quotes further around the zero mark. So, yeah, United Healthcare is having an impact. Uh, the banks that reported this morning aren't helping too terribly much. I know you got a slew of them, but uh, the top line on one of them kind of caught my eye because it makes me feel real prescient on predicting junk. Wells Fargo actually met their numbers, according to my top line. But investors were disturbed by a an increase in credit loss revisions. What was I saying about a week, week and a half ago? Expect to have a lot more escrowed <laughs> money for expected credit losses. <laughs> yeah, you know that's that's funny. That that one's kind of funny because they didn't really uh, on that's that's the one that didn't give me much detail um, on my tip sheet. But uh, but you're right. They uh, they are falling this morning. At least they were. Yep, still down 2.1% this morning after really having a, a, a decent quarter. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's all about lost reserves and, and things like that. So um, they they continue to struggle. And, you know, Wells Fargo has just been one of those things that always seems to hit the news line. And they've been, they've been snake bit both by their own conduct and by bad luck over the years. And uh, when they actually put out in their quarterly report that they increased their credit loss provisions, it's kind of an oh-God reaction from the marketplace. Talking about companies that surprise to the downside, I, you've got, I, get, I only get the top-line headlines. Citigroup actually swung to a loss last quarter? Citibank did. Um, their revenue... I mean, they they uh, now they're adjusted, and and here's the deal: the the earnings, some of the earnings reports are too early to really compare apples to apples, mm -hmm. um, and, and City's one of them. I mean, we can always compare revenue. Revenue uh, was expected to come in at eighteen and three quarter billion dollars. It came in at a little less than seventeen and a half billion. So <clears throat> they didn't like that. Now it looks to me like on the adjusted earnings it's possible that they actually kind of beat on adjusted earnings. Um, they, they haven't actually whittled that down to what it's supposed to be yet. So there's some unknowns in there yet. So, but yeah, they, uh, they, they did not have a good quarter, uh, but yet they're trading up almost 2% this morning. Which is, Sometimes a head scratcher. I always got to keep in mind, folks, that when we're doing these first thing in the morning, uh, even Philip, who drinks down considerably deeper than I do, you're pretty well stuck with pretty much the, uh, you know, the, the surface of the water when we get these things in five minutes after they do. Exactly. You know, nobody's really parched down to, to kind of tear tear the earnings report apart. The only thing I can think about about City is that you know the CEO 
has been working diligently over the last couple of years of cutting cost. And so there could be something in the report that indicates more cost cutting coming uh, over this next year. So I was going to say my hit my headline that I was responding to was that he said it was very disappointing, but it's they've made substantial progress in their transformation at Citigroup. Well, they better hold butt because going to a loss does not impress the stockholders, does it? No, it doesn't. And the other two banks we have is J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America reported. Um, and so, you know, J.P. Morgan, they uh, they they had a, a good fourth quarter, um, not as uh, as good as last year. Um, you know, they did top expectations. They um, what did they say? Oh, fifteen percent year over year decline in profit for the October Ouch. December period. Um, so, profits went down, but uh, not hurting them this morning. They're up one point nine percent now. Bank of America, a little different story. Um, they they came in and pull up the direct report here. So they beat by two cents a share. Uh, they came in at seventy cents a, a share. They they made twenty two revenues, twenty two billion dollars, and they they really can't. We we don't have a, a comparison on that yet. Um, but for some reason, there must be some loan losses in there or something that they're looking at because a Bank of America slid this morning. They're down almost two and a quarter percent. This is not good news for the blue chip indexes. I can tell that. No. <laughs> and, and the last the one, line, I don't. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, I noticed the top line headline that Delta managed to, uh, you know, earnings beat, but at the same time they're falling like a rock. Did you have them? I, I do, and they're there. I didn't want to leave them out of the uh, of the mix today because they're yeah. going to give a little travel indication there. So, so they reported a dollar twenty eight a share versus a dollar seventeen expected. Um, revenue came in in line with expectations at about thirteen and a half billion dollars. They did na- did say that um, they've uh, got a, a deal to buy twenty Airbus A three fifty one thousands, whatever size that is, to start taking delivery in twenty twenty six. So I found that interesting. Um, mm-hmm. They they had some interesting numbers. I actually dug down to their report. Um, they, they generated a, a record full-year revenue of over $5 billion in pre-tax revenue. Dave, that was nearly double what it did in 2022. <laughs> you and I have both flown last year. We know why, too, don't we? Oh, yeah. Prices are <laughs> up and, 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 and as crowded as all get out, for sure. Uh, when you start looking at what's happening in the airport. So so Delta, though, uh, is down, and, and I think costs are going up. That, that was one of the things I did see in the report. So they're they're trading down right now about 5.6% this morning. Hmm. Anything else in terms of indication? Because we just don't have a whole lot of merry sunshine this morning, do we? We we do not, and that's really the, the extent of my, uh, of my earnings right now. I know that... Uh, um, Goldman Sachs and somebody else big reports on Tuesday. I know we're going to get a busy flood. Oh, Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley reports on Tuesday. Two brokerage houses report on Tuesday. All right, we'll have those then on Tuesday morning, resetting the table. It was kind of a flat day yesterday. Everything pretty much calmed down after Boeing's disaster, and the Dow actually gained 15 points. S&P was to the negative by only 3 bucks, and the NASDAQ is close to zero as you can get without being there, uh, up by a half a dollar, and that was it. 
A lot more changes this morning, though, and it's looked like a seismograph on my chart. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at? Dave, right now, we, we still have green, I mean, not green ink, red ink. Red ink for sure. Um, the Dow keeps dropping uh, better than, I mean, they keep increasing. So it's, you know, back 20 minutes ago, the Dow was down 160, 180 points. Right now, it's down about $85. Uh, but it does oscillate from there up to about 110. So it, it's kind of bouncing back and forth. And that's almost a quarter of a percent decline. The S&P 500 is down less than $2. And the NASDAQ 100 is down $5. So not much uh, declines in those. On the other side of the coin, silver's had a rough week this week, being down almost to below $22.50. It is bouncing back today. Over 23, it's at $23.51. That's up three and a half percent. Gold's up two percent to $2,060 an ounce. And crude oil is trying to get to 75, Dave. It's up three percent this morning to $74.20 a barrel right now. That's even that's even bigger percentage wise because we were actually off a dollar from the day before. We were down in the $72 range yesterday morning at this time. Not what we had in mind. Overseas markets, they pretty much respond to our news and our past history. The Asian Rim market was off considerably at the close at 6 a.m. this morning. The only real outlier was Japan, who's having a pretty good week. They were up a percent and a half at the close. Everybody else about a half a percent to the red ink side. Over in Europe, they're kind of looking at our inflation numbers and saying, okay, it looks like they might have their poop in a group over there. The overall European index up by a little over a half a percent, close to three-quarters of a percent now halfway through their trading day. Getting my retirement on track so that I can actually plan on being able to retire someday, that gets more and more front and center with every passing year. Philip, how do I get a hold of you to make sure it happens? Dave, those are the reasons I created the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM. And back together again on Monday morning here on Light FM. Philip, you have a great weekend, and we'll see you then, all right? All right, man, you too. Thank you. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, everybody. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Hope your week went well. Join us again Monday, same time, same place, where we'll update you on what's happening in the economy. Until then, have a great weekend.